This is Sarah Gushi and Jackie Kirihara, and, and you're, you're listening, listening to the Herbs, Births, and Babies podcast. about herbs in pregnancy and really it would be hard to talk about all herbs in one little podcast yeah especially when we're trying to keep these a manageable length um but it is the first word of the name of our podcast and so we thought that we should probably talk about it and we're also naturopathic physicians which herbs are a major tool in our toolbox that's and so right. i think that uh this is just going to be an overview of herbs and uh, yeah. particularly relating to the use of herbs in pregnancy. Right. And if you if you look at bottles of herbs, almost everything and supplements have a big warning. Discuss with your healthcare provider if you're pregnant or lactating. Um, honestly, that's really mostly a liability just cover their butt kind of thing that they have to put on there because there's not going to be double blind placebo controlled studies about every little ingredient or herb that shows it's absolutely safe in pregnancy that's not going to happen it would be non-ethical so we have to think more about how the herbs work what they are and what is logical i like to talk about how herbs there's sort of a continuum of herbs being more like food and in fact some herbal medicines are food like garlic and ginger (laughs) for example which can be really powerful medicines um, are in fact considered food Um, and on the other end there's herbs that um, are very strong and are very much like medicines right and in fact have been building blocks or examples for the development of pharmaceuticals yeah exactly so in general in pregnancy um we stay away from the ones that are closer to the medicine end and stay closer to the ones that are more like foods um well and we avoid ones that are uterine stimulants as well as gastrointestinal stimulants that would include um the berberines uh so that means like golden seal hydrastis is its other name or um oregon grape those are both herbs that are they're good immune herbs but they both can stimulate the uterus and are not considered safe in pregnancy similarly herbs that can help with constipation um particularly strong things like senna or so that means things like smooth move tea for example um because your colon wraps around your uterus that stimulating that is not a good idea um in pregnancy they're both smooth muscle and we don't want anything that might encourage your uterus to contract before it should right yeah so what are some herbs that we do typically use in pregnancy oh i also just wanted to say that i tend to be super super cautious first trimester there is magic happening in there we don't want to mess with it (laughs) like you have a glob of cells that's turning into or major organs in a whole little tiny human so um when in doubt don't take it first trimester 
Um, but assuming that you're beyond that, um, I think Echinacea and Elderberry, honestly, those are probably fine first trimester as well. But um, I routinely recommend them as immune support herbs um, in any forms, whether it's tinctures or capsules yeah. or whatever you can find. Well, Don't underestimate um, simple things like I'm a big proponent of hot water with lemon and honey and a little grated ginger in there as a go-to if you're having a sore throat or any yes. kind of congestion. There's actually big studies around honey's use with cough and sore throats. It's, it's antimicrobial and very soothing and works better than cough syrups in at least one study that I saw. Um, so like drinking some of that all day long if you feel like you're getting a cold and maybe throwing in some echinacea or elderberry. I really use herbs a lot with sleep which and pregnancy um, is challenging and we're going to talk about insomnia in a whole nother um, podcast I think but I very commonly will mix some of our um, common simple we call them nervines that means herbs that are soothing to the nervous system. Um, I will often combine some glycerin-based ones, so that means they're sweet, with some alcohol-based ones. Because if it's just alcohol, it's a little intense to take straight. But, um, common ones that I'll combine are Melissa, which is lemon balm, um, Avena, which is oat straw, Passiflora, which is passion flower, Scutellaria is skullcap. Any or all of those combined um, in a little tincture that you can take a few squirts of after you go to the bathroom and you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to fall asleep again. It's, they're not overpowering, but it's just a little nudge in that direction of sleep. Um, I even took a tincture that you had mixed up for me for sleep. Uh, when I woke up in the middle of the night, like I had my snack or I went to the uh -huh. bathroom and I uh -huh. couldn't fall back asleep, then I'd just take another dropper full. And then the other area that we use or talk a lot about herbs is cervical ripening towards right. your due date when we're assessing yeah. what is your cervix doing. It, is it thinning out? Is it getting to the consistency that we need it to be to be able to dilate? Yes, and just going from being harder to being softer. Um, so that last month of pregnancy, we talk about sometimes doing evening primrose oil, taking it either orally or inserting capsules. That can be a gentle way to encourage uh, ripening. I don't usually have people do that until the last trimester. There's a lot of hype around dates lately. Um, some dates are huge and I think talked about one of the studies said like eight dates. I think they're talking about much smaller, smaller. dates. That's a lot of sugar. Um, but doing a couple dates every day, I can't hurt. Well, if you especially if you enjoy eating dates, if you yeah. like them, yeah. Right. Um, another thing that people are talking about, like newly, as if it's this huge, powerful thing, is red raspberry leaf, which I learned to be just a nice, tonifying, mineral-rich yeah. herb that helps you grow a good, healthy placenta. It's yep. Do not think that you're going to have a couple cups of red raspberry leaf tea and suddenly go into labor. 
you can drink it your whole pregnancy. Um, I think it, yeah, again, helps you grow a good placenta. Um, you can drink more of it at the end. I don't think it's going to make or break anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is a very nutritive herb. So those are some of our, you know, big top favorites where yeah. we pull out the, the herbs. Um, we did want to say that essential oils, which are very popular right now, are can be really powerful. Um, and I think they need to be used with a lot of caution in pregnancy. In general, herbs in pregnancy is just one of our tools. Yeah, we have a lot of tools and I love herbs and I probably use less of them in pregnancy than I do outside of pregnancy. Yeah. But I'm really glad I have them as part of our toolbox. Definitely. <laughs>